and welcome to Bojack Horse Pod Presents Tuka and Bird Pod. Today we will be talking about season one, episode one of Tuka and Birdie, The Sugar Bowl. I'm Kirsten McKinnis, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? We back, baby. Tuka and Bird Pod. <laughs> ooh, ooh, we're we're here. Incredible. I love it. We did it. We did what it. What a dream. Oh, it's been so long. The last time we talked was the the infamous, the iconic RB Dev interview. You know what? Now that I know there's a possibility of him listening, I just want to be like, <laughs> yeah, we had an interview and it was just a normal day and everything was normal. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. We do that kind of thing all the time. Yeah. Oh, that was my second Emmy nominee podcast in a week so in a week yeah honestly yeah <laughs> we do that all the time it's great yeah it's just normal yeah. day no but yes of course the last podcast on this feed was our interview with rb dub we thought it would never happen it happened it was better than i think any of our wildest dreams we mm-hmm. got a ton of positive feedback on that interview people seemed to like it mm-hmm. if for some reason you missed it you should go back and listen to it absolutely and I would just, I would like to challenge the thoughts of one listener who can't hear a man and woman podcasting together without <laughs> thinking that there's chemistry of a romantic <laughs> sort. So, oh, so appalling. So upsetting. <laughs> Sometimes people are just professional broadcasters. <laughs> That was the second time that week Kirsten had talked to someone who was Emmy nominated. She is simply a professional. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Okay, listen, we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. We're professional podcasters. Deal with That's it. Right. Yeah, and join that community because it's still early in the month. Yeah, definitely. It's first week of the month. Great time to become a patron. We just recorded a very fun 10 Things I Hate About You podcast. It's a great place to be. But anyways, just if you listen, if you see a man and woman talking and you immediately make assumptions i just would like you to challenge yourself to look at those perceptions and just and think change, about it a little change. bit just like just just explore that for yourself yes. that's all mm-hmm. i'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to help everybody out. <laughs> oh my god but yes yeah, so we for the people you know the 75 dollar patrons Lindsay and i just talked mm-hmm. for an hour and 15 minutes before we hit record because we've missed each other so much we've been on summer vacation well Mm -hmm. lindsay has been on summer vacation and i've been on summer work three jobs (laughs) yeah honestly i just worked the one job (laughs) yeah i worked my full-time job and then love island and the mess magnets Mm -hmm. and then big brothers on Mm-hmm. It's been- yeah honestly I was thinking about that and I was like I find it tiring to be doing like three things that happen one time a week and then I was remembering that Love Island is on six times a week or something and Big Brother mm-hmm. is on like 40 times a week and is running continuously in some cases yeah you know I don't think I love myself enough and I think that that <laughs> is a topic that we can explore through our new series talking about Tuca and Birdie yeah, so much fun. I had obviously seen like a little bit in terms of like, I know the show is on Netflix, season one at least, but I knew mm-hmm. shockingly little about it. I basically was like, it's by, you know, some of the same people as Bojack mm-hmm. Horseman. We'll watch it next. It just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And you've seen all of the first season. I have. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I knew nothing. I didn't know how similar to expect it to be to Bojack. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's got the same animals being kind of like people, but also there's important differences in the animation. I think the tone is totally different. Just yes. the style that they've gone with. Super fun. I'm very excited to see how it's going to go for the rest of the season. I Yes. And I really loved... I, I love how there's like the addition of plants. Yeah, so fun. As well into Gamberti. And mm-hmm. I I like how it's like you don't you're not seeing people. You're only seeing animals, mostly birds. True, yeah. No human types walking around. Exactly. I like mm-hmm. that. I feel like it makes it easier to lean into the absurdity and it is truly like it's an absurd show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But in a really fun way, I'm really yeah, I don't know. I kind of, it really tickled me watching this. Yeah, I I had a great time watching the the first episode. Before we get into it, mm-hmm. should we tell people what time it is right now, or are we shamed out of our segments? I think we probably should. I think we should too. I will never be shamed out of my segments. You know who our loves segments. this segment? Raphael Bob Boxberg. <laughs> no, he loves the holidays. Okay, okay. So today is. Monday, September 5th, 2022. And the Pacific time zone is 2.47 p.m. In New York, it's 5.47 p.m. In London, it is 10.47 p.m. And in Hong Kong, it is 5.47 a.m. on Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. And we now know Philbert's never coming. It's it's, it's over. (laughs) It's over, yeah. And it's Labor Day. (laughs) And it's Labor Day today, baby. (laughs) We are technically laboring, but it is a labor of love. And if people were curious about my union on this fine labor day we did pursue strike action and currently strike action has been stood down as a sign of good faith because negotiations are going well good i have not had to pick it once wow which is the best of both worlds i'm reaping the benefits without any of the repercussions but it feels bad because i'm like oh i feel like a scab even though i know i'm doing exactly what the union told me to do (laughs) i understand that i can see feeling that way yeah not good Mm -hmm. but this podcast will come out tomorrow september 6th should we talk about what bullshit holidays it is today (laughs) (laughs) yes please (laughs) i I went to (laughs) bullshitholidays.com who makes these a holiday (laughs) listen i would love to know i've i've never known and i never will know it is Another look, unlimited day, which appears to be a day about going through your clothes and donating things you don't want or repurposing things. Mm-hmm. That's what it appears to mean. I love doing that. I try to do it periodically, get rid of some of my shit. I have a really hard time getting rid of things. And then I like reach the end of my rope and I'm like, I'm getting rid of everything. And then I get mm. rid of too much. And then I'm like, oh, where's that thing? I sometimes do that where like it'll usually get to the end of summer or the end of winter and I'm like I'm gonna get rid of all of my sweaters because I simply have too many and then it's like oh shit I forgot that I live in Canada I'm gonna need these again Mm -hmm. like I'm pretty sure I threw my university degree away oh god I haven't been able to find it since 2018 I don't know where it is so either my ex-boyfriend has it had it (laughs) and threw away or I threw it away. Or I left it in, like, a house that I moved out. I have no idea where my degree is. Wow. I still earned it, though. Right? Like, they can't say, like, oh, Kirsten doesn't have a degree because I don't have the physical paper, right? 
No, and like, if you ever require it, I think you can get it reissued for like 20 bucks or something. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I should ask for a new copy of my degree. I hate that you have to pay $20 for it. I think that's some bullshit. Haven't I paper. paid them enough? Honestly. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It's, How much does it yeah. cost for one person to print this and stick it in the mail? Like what you... Come on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It's also Barbie doll day. All right. Were you a Barbie doll girl or no? No, you were lived uh, on a farm. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely had some Barbies, but not my primary mode of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I was a big Barbie gal. Loved them. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the baby Spice, Spice Girls Barbie. We had a Pocahontas Barbie, and I cut off her hair to make her be a Ken doll because we did not have any male <laughs> Barbies. And so I think I actually just made like a lesbian butch Pocahontas Barbie. <laughs> and like maybe that was that my sexual awakening? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Oh my God. It's Fight Procrastination Day, also known as do it day. Okay. I will not be partaking. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm realizing now that it has sunk in what exactly you said. I was like, so you're procrastinating fighting, but you're saying we should be fighting procrastination. Yeah. <laughs> Either I way, like, why I will is this not a day? be partaking. If, if there's a fight, I'm ready to have it here and now. <laughs> incredible oh my god i was just like i don't get this day (laughs) well okay here's the day that i don't get it's called great egg toss day okay you do an egg toss you're supposed to play egg toss today (laughs) all right but why (laughs) it's a great question the world egg throwing federation holds egg throwing events on this day there's an egg throwing federation Listen, I I need to know more. <laughs> I don't make the rules. It does not want me to go to this. It's called eggthrowing.com. It doesn't want me to go. I'm going anyways. Proceed. It says proceed to eggthrowing.com. Unsafe. It's just a white web page and then in black, like size 18 times New Roman, it says maintenance. There's a Wikipedia page for it. It promotes a number of different variations of games, including Russian egg roulette, throw and catch, static relay, target throwing, back and egg up. trebuchet. Back up. Back up. Russian Wait, egg roulette? Is egg that what you'd trebuchet. like to know more about? I, first of all, okay, I'd like to know more about Russian egg roulette. Is it what? They're like boiled, but then one's not boiled? I love that. That's probably exactly right. And then like you check it, get it checked at you. And if it's not going to make a mess, then you win. Or it crashes and covers you in yolk. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, I think that's probably right. You probably, probably nailed it. What's an egg trebuchet? Well, it's something like a catapult <laughs> of Egg eggs. Russian roulette with Ryan Reynolds on the Tonight Show. I'm not watching that. Yeah. It's a game that Jimmy Fallon plays with a guest on his show. They take turns picking eggs from a carton and smashing them on their heads. It contains a dozen eggs, four are raw, uh, and the rest are boiled. Boom, baby. It. A Crushed star. it. Wow. That is so stupid. That is not funny. <laughs> Listen, Jimmy Fallon's not good, so. Yeah. We're almost done. It's National Coffee Ice Cream Day. Mm-hmm. So it looks like, the picture looks like like a Frappuccino, but I think mm-hmm. you could have coffee-flavored ice cream or, like, coffee with ice cream in it. I had some espresso-flavored ice cream recently, and it was okay, but that's not my go-to. You could get a Dairy Queen Moo Latte. Mm-hmm. I remember those. Or I think Wendy's has a Frosty Chino now. Hmm. Haley's Strong. I do like a Frosty. Good. I don't love a Frosty. 
It's not frozen enough. That's fair. Yeah, very liquidy. Why is it mm-hmm. so liquidy? Okay, it's National Read a Book Day. I could be persuaded to to partake. Mm-hmm. This is not a, a tangent that will make anyone feel good, but I have been reading Know My Name this weekend, Kirsten, finally, per your recommendation. Oh, uh, I am struggling. So good, but it's so <laughs> But it's hard. so good. See, this I can't is stop why... reading it. Yeah. But I'm also like, but I should stop reading you're it. You're like, I, I cannot look away from this, but you're like, oh, exactly dear right. God, I would love to look away from this right now. Let me watch this miscarriage of justice and this woman be treated horribly for multiple years. And also being like, <sighs> oh, that's just the normal process. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. like, I, like, at my work, I can read some criminal file stuff that would not be Mm -hmm. available to the general public and i've never read something and been like gee i'm glad i know that now you know and i feel like no my name it's it's the same vibe yep totally i speaking of things that are very difficult i just finished listening to an eight parts eight part podcast called cooper island on the cbc podcast and it's about the residential school cooper island if people don't know about residential schools it's an incredibly racist policy that was created by the government and the catholic church to assimilate indigenous people with the white community and destroy their culture and way of life through Mm -hmm. a school-based genocide it's been in the news over a few years that like many 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 like bodies are being found at these schools because a lot of kids died at these schools and were murdered Mm -hmm. and like no one just ever got to know what happened to their kid like you'd like send your kid to school and then at the end of the year it's like oh sorry your kid's not coming home and we will not tell you what happened or where they are like it's it's over ten thousand children have been found anyways this particular residential school is one of the like worst ones which is really saying something and they did an eight-part podcast about this school and it has first-person stories from survivors as well as like even doing like the journalistic thing of also talking to people associated with the catholic church about it it is extremely hard to listen to but these children literally got murdered and sexually abused and the very least we can do is hear their story and spread it Mm -hmm. so i would love if the horse girls listened to the cooper island podcast Definitely. Good Sorry, unrelated to everything, but it's no, the same vibe. Important. Very important. <laughs> yep. And then it's Telephone Tuesday. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Something about obsolete telephones. Oh, telephone calls to businesses peak on the day following Labor Day. Hmm. Huh. Who knew? Interesting. That's funny because I have several calls I need to make tomorrow. <laughs> I wonder if it's because it's like everyone's back from vacation finally, so I can call all these companies that have been blowing yeah, me off for the last two weeks. That's what it's saying. It follows a long weekend. Summer is ending and people want to take care of things they've been putting off the whole season. School is starting. People want to get things in order before the holiday season. Mm. So you that's you it. instantly knew why. <laughs> yeah. But that's what day it is for everyone listening, who I assume listens the second the podcast gets released. Yes, exactly. Yep. <laughs> okay. Tuca and Birdie. Mm-hmm. Episode one, the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Wonderful. This episode was written by Raphael Bob Boxberg. Oh, we know him. We uh, we do, we know him. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and also, cause, so that's what the Tuca and Birdie wiki says. And then IMDb says that it's by Lisa God forbid Honnewald, we should Raphael look on Bob Boxberg, and Rochelle R. Williams. So okay. I don't think that R.B. Dub wrote it by himself. Okay. And it makes sense since he calls it Lisa Hanawalt's show. Yes. Very yeah. important. 
And I'm never going to stop using IMDb. <laughs> Create a better database for me if you want me to use something else. Honestly, yeah, it's all we got. It's the internet movie database. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so we get our two main characters. Mm-hmm. Tuka is voiced by Tiffany Haddish. Yes. Who we know. Mm-hmm. We didn't used to know, but we know. <laughs> but we know. Tuka instantly iconic. Great vibes from Oh, my God. Tuka. I love her short shorts. Mm-hmm. She's yes. a queen. She is a queen. And I love how right off the bat we're like, oh, this is a different animation style because we get all this stuff surrounding her. It's like she's a friend, a hero, a wearer of short shorts, mm-hmm. confident yet relatable. Literally. And it's so fun. And, like, even when, like, the, like credits at the start when we see like Tuca and Birdie like just walking down the street like the way they walk Mm -hmm. is yeah funny like it's just a much more surreal vibe yeah Yeah, very stylized and interesting way so yeah Mm -hmm. it's cool I get a lot it's so bright Um, and vibrant I think there's a certain thing that I hadn't noticed so much in comparison where Bojack's a bit more like drab color wise where it's like this is a physically darker show (laughs) i I think it's also just like even though bojack is like in the animated world and is like obviously absurd like he's a horse Mm -hmm. like literally it's still like got a sense of realism to it like it's all of the issues are very grounded in reality in real life Mm -hmm. hollywood they try to keep things more or less like ordinary even when things are extraordinary but instantly when you're watching Tuca and birdie it's still like over this episode we do see its challenges that are normal like there's definitely Mm -hmm. normal like and relatable content to talk about but then it's also just like off the walls insane Mm -hmm. at the same time and that i think is reflected in like the way it's drawn the way it's animated and the colors someone took the dial and just like cranked up the vibrancy on it they said let's have fun totally yeah (laughs) we needed some fun exactly (laughs) our other is it titular or eponymous and could be the eponymous birdie i think eponymous because it's in the name yeah Mm mm-hmm Eponymous gives the name to the title. Titular means the title gives its name to something within. It's eponymous. We did it. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. The only time I use eponymous confidently, it would be if you had an album that was just called like Kirsten. Mm -hmm. I think once I her eponymous album, blah blah blah. Yeah, I think I once called Colin Stone the titular Colin, and he was like, "No, (laughs) God damn it." (laughs) The other one. Yeah. yeah, so Birdie is voiced by Ali Wong. Are mm-hmm. you familiar with Ali Wong? Yeah, most recently from Human Resources and Big Mouth. Of course. She's the lead in Always Be My Maybe, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Right. I still haven't watched that. It's very cute. I watched, mm. okay, I watched a little bit of Ali Wong's stand-up this year. And, like, mm-hmm. she's funny, no doubt, and she's a performer, but it wasn't my favorite stand-up. But the one special I listened to, and I cannot remember which one it was, and that is on me for not remembering. But she spent the whole thing talking about how, like, she supports her husband, and, like, she pays the bills, and, mm-hmm. like, she just wants to be single, and, like, if... I, it's not fair because, like, yeah, her husband's going to die before her, but, like, by the time he does, she's already going to be old and she won't get to be, like, hot and single. And she's, like, missed that opportunity. And then I think two weeks after I watched the special, it was, like, Ali Wong is getting divorced. And I was, like, 
<laughs> I buy that. <laughs> I, I feel like the way she was talking about it felt too real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she seems too unhappy with her circumstance. I was like, she really does not seem happy with her marriage. Mm, yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. Pray, maybe I, she's happier now. I wish her nothing but happiness. I hope she's having hot, freaky sex with <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I assume that's what she wanted based on the one stand-up <laughs> special. Yeah, yeah. It's words to live by. <laughs> <laughs> Disaster. I feel like if we had to choose between the two of us, I would be the Tuca and you would be yeah. the birdie. Uh-huh. But I think in real life, we're both birdies. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I also think that like if people, I feel like it's the same as when we did the Zoe's and Zelda things where I think everyone was like, oh, obviously like Lindsay's the sad Zelda and Kirsten's the wacky Zoe. And I think again, people would be like, you're the Tuca, but you've got more birdie characteristics. I'm than- more birdie than Tuca for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I got those backwards. Whatever one is the booty one, Zoe. It doesn't matter. No one correct it's me. It's been over a year <laughs> since we recorded that one. I will never remember what Zoe versus Zelda means. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, who's the Tuca and who's the birdie. But yeah, no, I think certainly you have more birdie tendencies. That I, I think, yeah, identify. I think we're both like the people pleasing. Yeah, like I resonated so much when it was like, she's a professional amateur baker or whatever, and also a fuss budget and a people pleaser. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> anyways, hi, that's me. I'm birdie, mm-hmm. baby. Yep. I think I'm Tuca in the streets, birdie in the sheets. <laughs> iconic <laughs> i like how when we're introduced to tuka though like when we meet birdie and she's baking and being like oh, i'm worried about stuff but with tuka she just shows up kicks this ice cream out of this kid's hand takes it and then like rides off on someone's bike and she's like nothing belongs to anyone bye yeah but like again he stole it first yeah and he's being a bully and he sucks and she's like but so yeah she she bullies the penguin bully yeah exactly and then yeah nothing belongs to anyone <laughs> <laughs> what did you think overall of this episode super fun i think it's certainly a departure in terms of like you said it's such a wacky storyline that's completely over the top but i think it's a very fun introduction to who these characters are i think it's a really fun introduction to the world and i think it just sets us up well to appreciate kind of what we're getting into like it felt like a very good intro thing where sometimes it can be hard to stick the landing on a on a pilot episode I think but this one does a good job yes I remember when I first watched this episode again I was baked but I remember being like this is weird Mm -hmm. and I like it (laughs) yeah (laughs) I think it does a really good job especially in terms of setting up the relationships where I came out of this feeling like I get the dynamic between the two of them really well which obviously is super important but I also think they've done a good job of setting up this is how they're different and also how they complement one another. And also this is how things have always been between them. And now we know Speckle also. And we can yeah, see what, what that relationship is going to be like. And what did you think of Speckle? <laughs> I informed Cam that when I saw a wearer of sensible pants, I was like, it's Cam. And he did not appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, what? Does Cam want to be wearing wacky pants? <laughs> he wears very sensible pants. <laughs> I, I feel like mo- probably both of us wear mostly sensible pants. And mm-hmm. Cam always wears sensible pants. And I bet you anything, because I know for sure every pair of pants that Josh owns, he wears sensible, sensible. pants too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He made some comment about jeans. And I was like, you don't have any jeans. And he was like, yeah, no, I guess I don't. I was like, you might even say you only have sensible pants. And he was like, no, God, no. I mean, but he accepted it. Wait, yeah. are jeans not sensible? 
He's just got like they're probably he wears trousers, right? Slacks is the word mm-hmm. that he used, and I was like, or a sensible pant. Incredible. I'm sorry, you're gonna call your pants slacks. We're gonna call it sensible. <laughs> like I'm sorry. I agree. But like it's just the way it is. <laughs> Speckles voiced by Stephen Yun. Yeah. I'm not sure, and I apologize. I should have looked that up ahead of time. He has a very handsome face, mm-hmm. but I'm looking at his IMDb, baby, and I'm not seeing... Oh, he... Oh, it's Glenn from The Walking Dead! Of course. Oh, that's why I know his face. I would have bet $100 that you had never seen The Walking Dead. I have seen at least three seasons of The Walking Dead. That's so much more than I would have thought. I started, the only reason I stopped is because I started watching a season premiere of either season four or season five. I really have no idea which one. And it's when they were still in the prison and one of their own got turned into a zombie and is like going through the prison like eating brains and I was eating pasta while I was watching this and I had to turn it off because I was like it looks like the brains and then I just mm-hmm. never turned it back on again fair enough yeah. Glenn is the one who gets killed by baseball bat later on gross this show's not for me yeah my sister okay wait this is how much sorry this is related <laughs> okay. to the Walking Dead. My sister and I were just talking about this because my sister watched a lot of it and then she stopped watching it and then everybody started talking about how this Negan character was very violent. Mm-hmm. He's known for walking mm-hmm. under with a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I guess the very violent episode was when Glenn gets killed with the baseball bat, but they don't show him getting killed with the baseball bat. They show everyone else's reaction to seeing it happen. And my sister right. was like, someone's getting their head bashing with a baseball bat. I want to see it. I want to see everyone's <laughs> reaction to it. And I was like, See, I don't want to see it. Yeah, this is how we're different. <laughs> I was like, this is a very key difference between us. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, importantly, this guy also in Law & Order LA. The Law & Order pipeline continues. Sure does. I mean, I just feel like anyone who acts professionally has done something in the Law & Order extended universe. Mm-hmm. Law & yes, Order Los definitely. Angeles, though, never watched it. Yeah, me either. Couldn't have told you it existed. I truly, I just found out. Okay. Well, at least Chappelle won't get mad at me for not knowing Glenn. I know Glenn. Don't worry. <laughs> Good. Yeah, um, Speckle's moving in. But yeah, Speckle is moving in with Birdie, and so Tuka had to get her own place. She is searching for trash on the side of the road, basically, because she can't afford to buy anything. Yeah, and she has notably left one box of her stuff at the house because she's not formally moved out until she goes to get it she's like oh my god yes i'll come and get it and i'll pick it up and speckle keeps bashing his shins off of it yeah he's not very good at looking where he's going is it like do robins have shins (laughs) i mean they've got those little stick feet they do have those little stick feet do robins have shins (laughs) nobody nothing will say (laughs) Ugh. Doesn't the internet know I need bird facts? I'll ask Josh. He knows about birds. He's a birder. I feel like they don't have bones in their little legs, do they? Aren't they just like Wouldn't it a be weird made cartilage-y of bone? thing? I guess it could be cartilage. Yeah. Listen, we're not bird experts. If anyone here expecting bird pod to be bird experts, you're at the wrong place. What are bird feet made of? They're made up of mostly tough tendons and bones. There you go. Tough tendons? Yeah. 
Like Projectbeak.org is not a safe website. <laughs> I, listen, I got to tell you, I wish I had tougher tendons because I've got joint pain, baby. True. This is what enables a bird to land on cold metal perches. Oh. Yeah. That's hilarious that projectbeak.org exists. I love that. <laughs> Every website exists. So, like, Birdie instantly knows that Tuka is just looking for trash on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. But... She was like, no, I'm, like, buying things because I have, like, a bunch of side hustles. And I really like how in the middle of it she's just, like, catching checks for my rich aunt. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, she says she's purchasing consumer goods. (laughs) So funny. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use that. She's like, yeah, just because I don't have, like, a boring office job like you doesn't mean I don't have a job. I've got all kinds of jobs. And she's like, oh, don't worry. Like, we'll live together at some point. And Brady's like, I hope not. Like, I'm moving in with my boyfriend. Yeah, like, I hope it's just going to work out with him and then you won't have to move back in here. But she seems very reluctant to believe that this is permanent. Yeah, she's like, no, I'm moving back in, obviously. Mm-hmm. She's like, we're best friends. We will live together again. It's like, mm, will you? Yeah, and Speckle wants to put a picture of his own face on the wall. <laughs> yeah, okay, so we've both lived with boys before. Mm-hmm. Have you ever lived with a boy that had a strong sense of what the decor would be? Truly never. I okay. have also... Never lived with a boy who had a picture of just himself. Yeah, I I feel like that's weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah. the thing. I feel like this whole episode is framed around being like, Speckle and Birdie are excited and they have to work things out together. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of the episode, it's like they come to like a good resolution of like they're clearly in love and they're happy. But I just... Mm-hmm instantly hated this stupid bird from the first moment i ever saw him i hated his Uh stupid red breast and his angry face Mm -hmm. i I did i don't like him and i don't sensible pants i don't like his cuffed pants Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know he seems all right i liked his he's gonna freeze later in the episode and he's gonna hold that for a long time i love when someone commits to a bit but yeah definitely this is weird and i felt like the show was setting it up to be like "Mm, red flag right off the bat this man wants to put a picture of his own face on the wall yes exactly and and i refuse to overlook that red flag Mm-hmm. Yeah, important. Yeah, and he's very much like I. This is clearly meant to be a joke, but also as someone who has deeply connected with Birdie already, I'm like I would be so distraught if my partner said to me like, "Oh, yeah," and like if things go wrong, we're gonna have to break up, and then we'll have to not live together anymore. Ha ha! It's like oh god, like don't make these jokes to me. It's a lot. It's too much. Mm-hmm. And like that, that is, it is. That's a lot of pressure to put on moving in together. It's like. Well, why didn't you talk about what you were going to bring into this space <laughs> before you moved it in? Yeah. And also, I mean, like, I, yeah, obviously the stakes are higher when you move in with someone, but surely you have some sense of how to resolve conflict if yes. you're moving in. Well, and like, like, it's both, like, neither of them are ready to live together. It seems like Speckle has yeah. one box and is just bringing yeah. it into, like, Birdie's space, which is all of her furniture and her things organized how she wants them. And then she's mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know how to share this space. Yeah. Because I get the sense that maybe Tuka didn't have that much stuff. So it was, like, mm-hmm. always just Birdie's space. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, they've not right. discussed it or figured it out. It's no good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Tuka is, like, not doing well living alone. She does not like it, and she is bored. 
Yeah, she's just like wandering around like, oh, God, I just need like constant reinforcement and I hate this and no one's validating me. And so she's going to go visit Bertie and she like goes on this whole thing about like I need my sensible shoes and an umbrella and I'll listen to a podcast on the way. And then we find out that she just lives downstairs. Literally. Is this (laughs) when she talks to the dapper dog? Yeah, exactly. Yes. According to IMDb, dapper dog is Raphael Bob Blocksberg, just for the record. Whoa. Just for the record. Might be true. Might not be true. <laughs> Might just be messing with him at this point. Yeah, no, he does a whole thing about like he'll listen to her improvised banger if she indulges his tale of woe. And she's like, hard no. Yeah, no. You never indulge a neighbor's tale of woe. That is a, never. a firm rule I can give. But yeah, so she goes down to Bertie's apartment. Mm-hmm. Like it's- a cool 2D game animation thing as she's going yeah. downstairs. So there's there's lots of like playing with the animation, which is very fun. It's very fun. And I think that that's how like you can tell that this show comes from the art. Like the art, it's built around the art mm-hmm. versus like yeah. this is a story and we're going to incorporate a type of art, you know? Right. So she decides to ask to borrow a cup of sugar because that's what neighbors do. Has a neighbor mm-hmm. ever asked you to borrow a cup of sugar? Truly never. <laughs> I think that we're just, like, past the point of, like, people asking to borrow a cup of sugar. Plus, I live in Vancouver. I feel like people would be like, can I come over and borrow some, like, organic cane sugar? And I'd be like, no. And honestly, a I cup of sugar that. is expensive these days. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like it'd be this, like, bullshit stuff that people need, and I don't have it, and then they judge me for having normal sugar. Just the whole thing. Yeah, you just have granular white sugar. Oh, my God. <laughs> a peasant. Yeah. God forbid. (laughs) But so she, Bertie has very, very expensive baking sugar. So she gives Mm. Speckles sugar, which is a problem. Mm -hmm. Because, yes, also super relatable before this, though, that she's like, oh, my cactus passed away. Because, like, oh, did you overwater it? And she's like, remembering just continuing to pour water on the plant. Like, am I helping? Other drinks. I think that was probably coffee, orange juice, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like, is it helping? Can a mother overlove her daughter? She's like, yes, I am proof of that. <laughs> I that is very funny. <laughs> but also, so here's here's the thing with the sugar. The sugar bowl is like the center of the whole episode. It's the title of the mm-hmm. episode. The sugar bowl, which Speckle put in the cupboard with the baking mm-hmm. accoutrement. Yeah. Is actually his grandmother's ashes mixed with sugar. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is his own stupid fault. <laughs> like, how dumb are you? Why would you put it there? If it's not for eating, don't put it in the kitchen cabinet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what no, are- this is valuable and important. You should be keeping this, like, on your bedside table or perhaps in a closet or on the mantle. Somewhere that isn't with the coffee sugar. I'm going to tell you right now, keeping your grandmother's ashes on your bedside table is fucking weird. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Fair <laughs> enough. But also, like, I don't know how much space this guy has. Seems like a small apartment. Keep it in a space that is not with the stuff you're not with coffee food. Don't put cremated yeah. remains with food. That's just, I think, an especially when you're living with someone who's like, I am a baker. Like, I use sugar continuously. Like, yeah, that, yeah. What do you think was gonna happen, gonna happen, Speckle? You big idiot. But that's Gamby's ashes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, apparently yeah. it's Robin tradition that they mix the ashes of their dead relatives with some sort of spice that makes sense. <laughs> he's like, yeah. oh, my grandfather is mixed with sage because he's wise. And then someone mm-hmm. else is mixed with paprika for, quote, obvious reasons. Yeah, if you know what I mean. And I don't. don't. <laughs> I really don't know what that means. Do you have any idea either. what that means? I guess no, paprika no is like... It could be smoky. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe if they smoke, it's maybe, yeah. maybe a little spicy. Maybe just like a little spicy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely like Birdie's reaction where she's like, where he's telling her like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this. Like, that was my grandmother's ass. And she's just like, why? 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 It's like, yeah, that's the right reaction. It's the right question to be asking. Literally, like, and I'm still asking it. It's baffling. It's a weird choice. None of this makes sense. So she has to run and get the sugar back, and she tells Buckle to freeze. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and again, I do like this bit where he just holds it the whole time. But they are going to have a little bit of a fight where he's like, I need to feel like I live here. I feel like this is a classic TV trope of guy moved in. You're just moving me into your space. This doesn't feel like our space. So there's a little bit of that. But then beautiful moment from Brady where she's just like, I'll fix this. Don't break up with me. And I was yeah. like, oh, no, too relatable. It's like, OK, anxious attachment style. Come yeah. through. Yeah, no, too relatable. We don't love that. It's not good. So mm-hmm. she runs to get it. She goes to Tuka's place. But Tuka's already given the sugar bowl to Draca, the plant lady next door. Yeah, very cool to see this. I feel like I had maybe seen images of Draca before, but had forgotten that we were going to have plant people this time. Yeah, and in the very opening credit of the opening scene of the show, we do see a rose person, and Tuka gives, like, a rose to the rose person, yes. which is, like, on its face, pretty troubling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, here's one of your dead kin. <laughs> Literally, it's like, listen, this is where we're going with the, my former cannibal intrusive thoughts are now moving to plant-based. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. And they just go on and on about both Duke and Birdie are like, oh my God, we're going to talk to her. She's so cool. <laughs> yeah. She's super tall, super cool. And her apartment is absolutely wild. She's a mm-hmm. pothead. Mm-hmm. Which also is problematic because mm-hmm. she's a plant smoking, smoking a plant. plant. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. There's also a good line from the reason that they go over to see her is because Tuka has given away the sugar because it tasted like ash. <laughs> she's like, because that's what neighbors do. And it tasted like ashes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And also a good moment, too, where I was called out by the show because it was like, oh, my God, like him being disappointed in you is the worst kind of disappointment. And they have a list of types of disappointment that are bad. And I pause the screen and it says when you pause the screen and it's uh, the joke is only OK. Called out. Mm-hmm. They told you to stop yep. pausing the show. They did. Yeah, I don't do it very often, but I was compelled. There's a lot of good visual stuff going on in the show. I'm assuming that someone listening, one of our horse girls, will pause the screen for us and tell us. I also think this is probably on the wiki. (laughs) Yeah, I did not tweet that we were starting to record, but we'll do that next week. I I feel like it's fun to just be like, surprise, we're back. Bird pod. Yeah. But yeah, they go into her apartment. It's full of turtles and Tuka's just like, all right, I'll say it too many turtles in here it is a lot of turtles (laughs) yeah and like all of her possessions are just like being carried around on turtles yeah and i listen i don't understand it and i never will Mm -mm. that's okay but yeah so they look down and they see a turtle has gone down through the drain pipe and it is of course the turtle with the sugar on its back Mm -hmm. yes so they decide they're gonna run after it and as they're running along they're like i almost have it speckled don't break up with me please love me yeah please (laughs) i mean here's the thing we all have anxious attachment style here. We can we can mm-hmm. be honest with each other. <laughs> we can be honest. We yeah. we get afraid in conflicts. We only feel as safe as our last interaction with our mm-hmm. partner. You <laughs> <Okay>. know <laughs> what? Oh, no. It's true. It's too real. It's um, too real. 
But think if you're sitting here, you've made one mistake and you're like, oh, please don't break up with me. It's like, why do you feel the need to be walking on eggshells? seems like your partner's not making you feel safe. Mm -hmm. Yes, perhaps this merits a conversation. Like, maybe don't put your grandmother's ashes in the cupboard with the food. (laughs) And then this wouldn't be a problem. (laughs) Speckle, stupid Uh idiot. Fucking speckle. (laughs) <laughs> I'm nervous this means I'm going to hate Speckle for the whole season if you hate him so much. I don't remember what happens in the season. So I, I really, like, I am not providing spoilers to this show because I do you not. You only feel as, feel as comfortable as Speckle as your most recent interaction. Exactly. Like, I, I do <laughs> That's not. That's how he makes women feel. I don't remember how it goes. So I, re- I could not tell you, like, they could get married next week. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I watched this so long ago i think i watched it mm-hmm. like i for sure watched this pre-covid yeah wow feels like i can't remember anything that happened pre-covid i, I don't think it was very pre-covid but it was pre-covid so that's how well i remember it sure so they chase they see the the penguin bully gets the sugar mm-hmm. and the turtle and he runs away and they're like this is my sugar and he goes nothing belongs to anyone because like oh that's a fun thing to say but it is tough to hear there's also a bit of like a a reference here that we could put a pin in sort of where Mm -hmm. they meet some weird like turkey vulture neighbor or something and Tuka's like oh I only slept with you that two times that was a mistake and she tells Birdie that that is the main reason that I got sober so something maybe to make it and the vulture says I'll be waiting for when you relapse so I think we can easily say bad guy bad man we don't like that mm-hmm. bad guy so they chase the penguin bully to a bakery called it's it's pastry pete's patisserie mm-hmm. he's famous for combining crullers and bund cakes into crunts <laughs> yes very bad name I mean, I truly feel like they just, they wanted to call it the C word so bad. And they just couldn't come up with the pastry connection. That, that, that's how it yeah. feels to me. If anyone maybe wants. Maybe they were just like, we can't say this word. Yeah. I, I, that could be it. Where they're like, what's the safest way where we can almost say the C word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, very bad. They call it it repeatedly. I'm like, wow, this is a terrible name. Yeah. A cr- wait. So a cruller and a bun cake together does sound delicious. Oh, yeah. It sounds incredible. <laughs> like, I would like to try it. My mother made this bun cake while I was home, and it was so good. And, like, apparently she makes it quite regularly at home, and I don't know why I haven't made it since I've been back. But it was amazing. It was, like, one of the best cakes I've ever had. So now you're bragging about having cake and having a mom. I see yeah, how it is. <laughs> <laughs> one star. <laughs> I saw a TikTok today that was like when I like make dead dad comments so much to make my friends uncomfortable that now they're all used to it and they just say, okay, orphan, whenever I do it. Oh my God. I was like, oh, they really said Brutal. for you, Paige. Got it. Wow. Oh my God. Hilarious. Oh, so much. So anyways, they go in and yes, Birdie very clearly has a crush on Pastry Pete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gets all like hot and bothered about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we find out that this guy is the uncle of this shitty penguin. The shitty bully. penguin, and he believes that the penguin is perfect. But he would never lie. Yes. He found it on. He found the sugar on a public street, which is technically true. A public street turtle. <laughs> yeah. 
So good. Yeah, and then uh, he kicks them out of the store and Bertie's like, all right, but like I might come back for an eclair. <laughs> Fair enough. So mm-hmm. Pastry Pete is voiced by Reggie Watts, who is oh. much more well-known, it looks like, for being in the music department of stuff and like composing. Right. He's a composer, but he's also an actor. Obviously, in Tuca right. he did one episode of One Day at a Time. He's oh, in a lot of sketch, a lot of sketch stuff, a bit of voice acting. His face mm-hmm. looks familiar, but I truly scrolling through do not know why. He got his start in 1998 as a dancer on an episode of Bill Nye the Science Guy. But yeah, he was musical mm-hmm. director on the Late Late Show for a while, like mm-hmm. a lot of music and composing stuff. Oh, he was on yeah. Taskmaster in 2018. That's cool. Hmm. Did you ever watch Taskmaster? I'm aware of Taskmaster, but mostly because of Renamp. You would really like Taskmaster. <laughs> I think so. It's it's good. Anyways, I don't hmm. know why I know him, but he seems cool. And I like his work. And he really makes pastry baking seem very sexy. He does. <laughs> so they... Do, Birdie is, like, freaking out outside. Like... Mm-hmm. Speckle's gonna hate me. Like I'm doing everything wrong. Like this is the worst. And Tuka's like, yeah. don't worry. Worst case, like you'll just break up, and then me and you can live together again. Yeah, tough line where it comes off as like, I kind of hope this happens so we can be roommates again because I hate this. And then they just fully have a little bit of a fight where Tuka's gonna accuse Birdie of like being into normie bullshit and getting super boring. There's nothing wrong with being boring. Yeah. I'm boring most of the time. Me too. Yeah. And yeah, she's feeling erased from her perfect life. Yeah, her perfect life was being like spinster roommates forever, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and they really, like, they really go for it. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, you are just trying to have a boring family life and you're going to have kids and you don't want me in your life and you keep wanting me to get my last box of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. this is bad. And Bertie's like, I just want everything to be okay so I can go home and bake croissants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, my God, you have that look you get whenever you have a dumb idea. And at the exact same moment, too, because like, I have an amazing idea. Todd energy in this moment. Yes. <laughs> and Bertie go- and Tuka and Bertie go back inside. And Tuka goes, we're challenging you to a croissant cook-off. Mm-hmm. And if Bertie wins, we get the sugar bowl back. And Pastry mm-hmm. Pete doesn't want to accept, but it is part of the chef's code that you have to accept every cook-off you're challenged to. Yes, that's right. Any liquid in a bowl can be sold as soup. Never utter the word mayonnaise. If they And if Birdie loses, they have to babysit the penguin bully. And yeah, I think Birdie's like, my terrible. CPR is not up to date. Yeah, <laughs> very Lindsay vibes, big time. Yeah, very funny. And, and it, it's also funny here, like where I said at the beginning that we get a good sense of their dynamic. Tuka was really going all in on being like, you have cut me out and I'm mad at you. And when she goes back in, she's like, she's the best baker in the world and we're having a fight, but I support her in everything. So I know she's going to win this. So support even though they're having a fight. Exactly. Very cute. And while they're do- the whole Bake Off is happening, it's like Pastry Pete and Birdie, like their fingers touch. And like, mm-hmm. like do they have fingers? What's the wing? Yes, I guess yeah. they don't really have wings, do they? <laughs> yeah, you have fingers. Huh. And Where are yeah, the wings? <laughs> I don't know, man. They didn't. Yeah, birds were like that on BoJack, too. Hmm. I guess they can like flap their arms. Yeah, they capture it pretty well where when their hands kind of touch, there's a little, like, spark between yes. them. 
And yeah. it's like, Brady's like, this needs to cool off. And it's like mm-hmm. putting the dough in. And it's like, oh, yes, because it's a very important part of like pastry making, that kind of thing. As the baking happens, Tuca and Birdie kind of like talk it out and they resolve mm-hmm. their issue from earlier and I really liked how you know Birdie's still upset and Tuka's like like why are you making that face and Birdie's like I know we just resolved it but I'm still like having bad feelings mm-hmm. Tuka's like punch this dough yes I love it so much I think it's so good where yeah you can resolve things and maybe you don't immediately feel better and I like that Tuka doesn't try to be like I said I was sorry why are you still mad and she's like no I just like I still have an upset feeling and they're, and she's like all right let me help you with this very good conflict resolution yeah i very healthy to mm-hmm. to be like oh yeah you can resolve something and still not feel good mm-hmm. right away yeah. sometimes yeah. it takes time and still be besties oh and they're such cute besties i love them yeah. also Tuka has fully tied up the penguin bully and has a bowl on his head and it's just keeping him pinned under the counter well i mean it's what you have to do to protect the integrity of the croissant off oh uh, true yeah that kid would definitely yeah. have sabotaged it. Come on. So Tuka does judge the the cook-off. And in mm-hmm. Pastry Pete's like, why are you the judge? Like, come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's like, obviously, I have to be the judge here. Don't question it. It's part of the bake-off. Yeah. And uh, she declares Birdie the winner. And Pastry Pete's like, mm-hmm. WTF. But then tries Birdie's croissant. And is like, oh, these are very good. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, what yeah. restaurant do you work at? Like, and we find out she mm-hmm. does data entry. And he's like, your technique needs to be tamed, but I taste your passion. And then gives her his business card and says, come work for me. Don't eat the business card. It took him years <laughs> to create that wafer. It's made of a very thin, toothsome wafer. I mean, that's... And, and Tuka's like, do not let me eat that card. <laughs> Which I feel like would be me. So good. <laughs> be hard not to. He made it sound really delicious. Yeah, it sounded quite good. I would love to eat mm-hmm. it. But... In this moment, they look over and one of the employees at the patisserie has dumped the sugar into a mixing bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, made grandmother into a cake and they'd bring the cake back for Speckle and they're like, sorry. Do you think a seagull would have stolen Birdie's croissants? Uh, 100%. Immediately relevant to our lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to our conversation <laughs> so good <laughs> uh, so they bring the cake and it's the gambi cake but mm-hmm. gambi still brings the cake to life and now yeah. gambi can talk to speckle and boy did i recognize the voice of gambi immediately that's right <laughs> nicole byer baby uh, you will hear Nicole Byers several times over the course of Tuca and Birdie. She plays a mm-hmm. number of voice. She does a number of voices. This Can't is- wait. Yeah, she's wonderful. And I thought this is so funny. She's like, my, my soul can't trapped between the living and the dead. <laughs> I need you to eat the cake so I can cross to the <laughs> other side. And they're all doing a bunch of like, eat the ghost cake. <laughs> and Speckle's like, okay, so Speckle's eating the cake. Mm-hmm. Tuka's like, can I have some? <laughs> yeah, Speckle's like openly weeping as he's eating this grandmother cake. Yeah, well, and Gamby's like, so, like, what do you do for a career? <laughs> oh, you've always been a hard worker. Oh, can you drink a gin and tonic now so I can have a party down here? <laughs> Ooh. Gamby, incredible. He's like, Gamby, settle down. Yeah, oh my god. Birdie apologizes to Speckle. And is like, mm-hmm. I understand if you don't want to live with me anymore. And Speckle's like, what are you talking about? Of course I want to live with you. 
Yes, he says this very cute thing where he's like, of course, I want to live with you. You know that feeling when you're walking home at night and everything is kind of blue, but then you look inside and everything is warm and yellow. And that little piece of yellow now is for us in our warm little home. And Bertie is just like sobbing. (laughs) Like, ah! (laughs) She loves this. So cute. It is. And it's a very sweet thing to hear. I feel like that. Yes. It, it did win me over a little, but then I remembered the picture and the sugar bowl. <laughs> Tuca's like, oh, let me get my last box. And Bertie's like, well, you could leave it here and just come when you need something. And Speckle's like, mm-hmm. and then Tuca's like, perfect. It just has my toothbrush and all my underwear and my daily medications. And like, it's like everything essential is in this last box. Like her <laughs> EpiPen. She'll just be over constantly. Yeah, it's like... And then Bertie's like, oh, maybe you don't need to leave, like, everything in the box. And Tuka's like, no, this is going to be great. I'll be here every day. Perfect. Yeah. And then the episode is just Gamby in the stomach with the other food. And then there is one post-credit scene. Did you see it, Lindsay? Did you watch it? I did, it? but only because I knew to watch it because it was in the wiki. <laughs> yes. And also, RB Dub told us to watch the credits. Yeah, I always watch the full credits of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never skip the credits. And it's our plant friend, Draca, and the turtle climbs in the fire escape and brings her a croissant. Mm-hmm. And she takes a bite, and the turtle gets a bite. Incredible. Duke and Birdie, baby. We love to see it. Is there anything else that we haven't touched on? Not from this. We have quite a bit of feedback and a couple new reviews. What? Okay, well, <laughs> let's move into it. Archer002 said great podcast recapping a great show love the recaps the hosts are really amazing a perfect companion for bojack horseman oh so thank you for that there's another one that i don't know if we've read before but i'll read them again if you have already heard your name you're gonna hear it a second time indies child said sorry i'm from america <laughs> not your fault we forgive that's you. okay I found Horse Pod before deciding to rewatch bojack want to let you know how much you guys mean to me and how i binge this pod and the show in about three weeks it says three weeks or straight depression dj air horn noise (laughs) 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 yeah there it Uh, is from nye so thank you nye and then this one is from jzjsgnshs who says erica quite literally obsessed with this podcast and the show it's like free therapy (laughs) but also go to real therapy Yes, that too. And also a new review from Sweden where we were like so inexplicably high on the Swedish podcast charts. It says, go horse pod. This podcast almost made me feel like I was rewatching BoJack Horseman. I like the tangents. I like when they read the lines from the show. It's the best way to share your BoJack experience. So sad I'm starting when they've already finished so I don't get my five-star review right on the show. Well, you did. And that, Boom, and that is from... baby. <laughs> I'm going to say this might be pronounced high juicy, but I can't be sure. I ho- I In my heart, it's high juicy. I love yeah, that. So. Yes. Incredible. And then in terms of feedback, we heard from someone named Serene who said, thank you for the great work on the podcast. And thank you for the show. Saw that Raphael Bob Waksberg responded to your tweet. So excited to hear him. <laughs> and signed me up for Tuca and Birdie Pod. Hell yeah. Yes. And then, so thank you for that. Lauren wrote in and said, RB Dubs listened to every single episode. I gasped when he said that. Listen, I, I just don't know how we kept going from that point. That was a wild Honestly. thing to reveal in the first five minutes of the podcast. 
Oh, incredible. Natalie said, my my jaw dropped when I saw the title of that episode. I was such a proud horse girl. Hate to alarm you both and RB-Dub, but watching BoJack does not depress me. Something is seriously wrong. <laughs> no, I feel like we've come to terms with the fact that like not everyone gets depressed yes. by it. So, Yes. She also suggested that perhaps RB-Dub should join the show as a third host. I don't think that's going to happen, but appreciate it. <laughs> oh, no. And... Stoked for Tuka and Birdie. So excited to watch along with you. That's from Natalie. And this person, her name is M. And that person is from my hometown, inexplicably, or close to it. And they said that they could tell because of my accent. <laughs> there is, yeah, we got some DMs from a horse mm-hmm. girl who is, like, from New Brunswick and moved to Toronto. Mm-hmm. And they found our, okay, they found our podcast because they learned about the podcast from an article about rewatching Bojack. Right. They could not find the link to send it to me, and I have not been able to find the article. But apparently, we were featured in an article about rewatching Bojack. And yeah. they were shocked about like how much they relate to you being in New Brunswick, moving to Toronto, being unsettled by cows. And then there's like some statues of milk cows at a gas mm-hmm. station. And they were like, I wonder if Lindsay <laughs> knows about these. And I assumed that you did. Yeah. Yeah, I do. They are very close to the Sussex Drive-In, which is where I saw all of my drive-in movies as a child and have driven past those cows like literally hundreds of times. Wild. Absolutely wild. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. They also said, I just finished season two of the podcast and now it's all over now. But the thing about the giggle ship that makes it funny to me is that it is continuing the riffing on Scientology without it being about Scientology. It's making fun of L. Ron Hubbard's Sea Org. I love this joke because I'd recently listened to a Behind the Bastards episode about it, and it was so insane. I figured you two might not be aware of this, but I found it hilarious. Yes, definitely. I was not aware. Oh, I was not aware at the time of recording, but I listened to a Beyond the Blinds episode uh, oh. about Scientology, and they talked about the ship and how, like, I think they push kids off the ship to just die. Like, it's Yikes. it's like a really messed up situation. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's it's horrifying. Like, yeah, it's like presented as like, send your kids here to learn discipline. And then like, mm, do your children come home? I don't know. Anyways, mm. allegedly, please don't it's sue bad. me, Scientology. Yeah, God. <laughs> I disavow everything Kirsten just said. I know what's true and what's not true. I just know what's alleged That's off mean. the internet. Okay. There you go. And Thomas also wrote in and said, congrats on the excellent interview with RP Dub. Excited for Tuka and Bird Pod. So Thanks, thank you to everybody. So much feedback. Hell yeah. And we're back, baby. The hiatus is over. So if you want to hear from us, well, you will hear from us. But if you want us to hear <laughs> from you, you can email us at bojackhorsepod at gmail.com or tweet us at bojackhorsepod. There'll be some Tuke and Birdie rebranding coming, but like, listen, I was on vacation, aka working for other jobs, so it might be a little delayed. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and I feel like we'll just hang on to the horse pod branding for all this stuff because it's easy. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's fine. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Well, I'll get through it together. Yes. Well, that's it. That's all correct. That's it. That's all. So again, you can follow us at Bojack Horse Pod. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash Bojack Horse Pod. If you want to hear more from Lindsay, she has the podcast of tomorrow, as well as on Posha Recap, she's talking about what we do in the shadows, which is ending soon, but it's still all there for you to listen to. <laughs> and if right. you would like to hear more from me, you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. And you can hear me talking about pop culture, celeb gossip, and trending topics every single week over on Mess Magnets at robhaswebsite.com slash messfeed. But we will be back next week 
to talk about season one, episode two of Tuca and Birdie, which is called The Promotion. See you then. Bye. Bye.